What's that sound? Is that the sound of walking? I dare say it is. We are walking the red road. It's a dirt road covered with red cinder and it leads west. I am walking straight out into the national forest, straight into the sun. The sun is beginning to dip lower onto the horizon, visible through a haze of forest fire smoke. Yes, we have fires again. Here in the kingdom of Middle Oregon, I'm T. You are tuned into the Burning Tarot podcast. And I've pulled three cards for us today that will illuminate a little something about what we can focus on for the upcoming week or so. Those who have contacted me asking, am I okay? And where's the podcast? I very much appreciate your attentions. I'm glad to know you noticed. (laughs) We have been uh, delayed by technical difficulties and my camping trips off grid. So I've been trying out a new recorder, which I'm not using this evening, uh, and was trying to get some really nice audio for some extended water meditations and a water-oriented reading while I was camping next to a beautiful creek. And it's going to take some serious tinkering to work that into something that I can share with you guys uh, because I wasn't familiar with the recorder and so some stuff happened. So that's where I've been. I've been okay, and thank you for inquiring. And here we are in the beautiful National Forest that is experiencing a fire. Not super close to here, but fairly close. And I know at least one of you listening to this is affected by that fire. I'm talking about the Green Ridge fire for those who are local. And I'd like you to know that that I'm sorry. That I feel you. I know it's really stressful to be so close to a fire. The Millie fire here a couple years ago came within a mile, mile and a half, I think, of our house. So that's a stressful feeling, knowing you might be evacuated, knowing places that may not touch your home, but that are very close to your heart, places that you hike, places where you've wandered since you were a little girl. In at least one case, it's, it's heartbreaking to think of those transforming so quickly, undergoing the rapid violent transformation that fire brings. So in that spirit, I pulled some cards today. And it wasn't just one card. It wanted to be a three-card reading. So that's what we've got. The first card is, what are we dealing with right now? Our little handful of folks who listen to Burning Tarot. My sweetie darlings, my clients and friends, I'm so glad you're here. What is it we can kind of look at in the next probably 10 days? Second card will tell us 
how should we deal with it? What should be the nature of our approach? And the final card tells us where that might lead us. So that's our little three-card reading. And you're going, okay, come on, get on with it. What are the cards, please? The first card is the Empress Reversed. Now, the Empress is a powerful Earth card, a card of manifestation, a card that we pulled on the solstice as our card, as sort of the overarching guide for June 21 through December 21. That half of the wheel of the year, we said, let's pull a card, and we did it at our special place, Golden Dome. And you can, you can go back and listen to that podcast if you haven't already. And it was the Empress. So this is fecundity, pregnancy, creativity, manifestation, and a really high awareness of being in the world. It's a world-oriented, earth type of card. It's also very loving and nurturing. It, does, <clears throat> it concerns itself with manifestation in real life. Uh, but also... It's pretty positive for self-care, attending to family, teaching others, helping the young people come up in the world, and those kind of female-identified or female-associated activities and traits in our culture. This time we pulled it upside down. Oh, I also want to say the the technical difficulty reading that I haven't posted yet also concerns itself with that arc of coming back to the Empress throughout the uh, solstice season, June to December. So once I do finally post that meditation and that reading, this will take us even deeper into what we're supposed to be learning from our Empress energy this year. Today we've got it upside down, reversed. This reversal suggests that our Empress energy, and perhaps our Mother Earth, We're having trouble expressing ourselves. We're having trouble manifesting things in the world and feeling good about them. We're struggling. We might be angry. We're certainly not sitting there contented being the empress on her throne, playing with her baby. Today I'm using Cat Black's Golden Tarot. And this particular empress has a funny little half smile on her face. (laughs) I just scared a little bird and it just scared me. A little bird, sorry. Um, and the baby, of course, is playing a golden harp or zither or dulcimer or something like that. And there are white rabbits breeding or whatever in the foreground, um, arches of cupids and fruits and all sorts of lovely things over their heads. A very happy card indeed, but in this reversed position, it's having trouble manifesting itself. We're a little bit stuck. So the next card is to be, all right, so we acknowledge some stuckness with our earthly selves. This can also, anytime you get earth energy out there, this can also just be a very simple metaphor for your own body. So how's the body doing? Maybe it's a little stuck. How are we doing it? Manifesting ourselves in the world. This could be work. This could be creative projects outside of work. Um, This could be trying to maintain our homes. 
any of these might be stuck or in the case of our fire locally might be under threat or under feeling of threat so body is one metaphor you extend that a little further and it's kind of like a turtle the metaphor extends to home and anything to do with home life and then our greater home is our planet that we share together the great empress gaia right so makes sense that any of those areas of one's life sometimes don't feel great sometimes are frustrating are stuck are sick not working and certainly don't uh, happen to fall into line with our fancy plans that we might come up with so those are some things that we might be going through around this time so I'm asking the cards well how do we how do we let that flow come back how do we get back in touch with our flow that lets our Empress energy do its thing during this special six months that's ruled by the Empress for us anyway. This is a really interesting answer. The cards responded, how do we deal with our reversed Empress? We go into our Ten of Wands energy. The Ten of Wands, I'll tell you what's on this particular depiction in the Golden Tarot. There is a beautiful granite wall there is a sea with ocean behind and a city along the sea or fortress. And we can see the city wall. And we're somewhere a little bit up above that, maybe along a castle wall. And here's this blonde headed presumed dude. Who knows? Let's say it's a they. This person. It's a, shockingly enough, white person, like many of these tarot images, is barefoot, is wearing a very lovely robe. I would love to have a robe like that. It's a little bit amber in tone. They have blondy blonde curls. They are holding ten staves, rods, staffs, giant wands, poles. Each of these pieces of wood is sprouting at the top. But it's a heavy load, and we see that there are some white sacks nearby, also full of some heavy loads. Perhaps they're full of grain. We don't really know. This person doesn't look particularly rich or poor. They are barefoot. They don't have a ringlet around their head, a circlet. Um, their robes look fine, but they don't—they don't look like the mendicant, and they don't look like the king. So I'm just saying, this is every person, every day, you know? But if you look at their eyes, dude, they are bummed. They are thinking about something oppressive. They are feeling oppressed by this burden that they carry. The wands are magical. They are the end of a cycle of great initiation and transformation. The wands are fire. And when they reach their culmination at card 10, instead of a moment of celebration and joy, the tarot, le tarot, brings us a miserable card, an oppressive, oppressed, repressed, suppressed, pressed down, pressured, grieving card. <sighs> So when you see this card, 
you might have a tendency to, to look at the character on it and say, oh, you know what? Like, take a load off, man. Put those staves down. Have a beer. Come on, man. What's the problem? Well, the problem is that carrying a heavy load and processing change, particularly rapid change, it's a necessary process. The Ten of Wands isn't bad. The Ten of Wands happens to be sad right now, might be prone to excessive ruminating. That's a possibility. Might have set their life up so that there really are very good reasons to feel overwhelmed, oppressed. But there's also just natural grief in our lives. Fires come. Fires threaten or do destroy things we love. Metaphorical fire happens. We want change in the world. We know the world doesn't work right. We know late capitalism is a bust and racism is horrible. Sexism rampant. But when change actually does come and opportunity for great change, it's extremely uncomfortable. We're like, uh, I kind of liked it before when I kind of knew sort of what to expect might happen next. I liked it when kids went to school and people left their homes and there were fairs and festivals. I liked that. I liked my forest before the fire burned it up. So I think that Ten of Wands can be a very touching and powerful card. In this position, it tells us, go into it. Go into the sadness and the reluctance. The reluctance to deal with massive change. Acknowledge the grief. Feel the heaviness. In some decks, you'll see all ten uh, rods are on somebody's back. You know, Stand up wherever you are. If, if you're standable, or if it's easy for you to sit up, something like that. Get in some position where, where you can just... With your body right now, take a deep breath and imagine 10, you know, significant logs. Six feet long, seven feet long. Picture those all on your back. And you're carrying them. Breathe into them. Maybe each wand represents a particular, a particular grief or cause of frustration. If you wanted to sit and write down on a piece of paper 10 things that feel oppressive about this particular moment in your life, that might be all right. You could just hit pause and sit with your 10 items I'm going to keep going. Those of you who wanted to write things down, let's assume you have done that. Here we are, we got ten heavy things on our backs. If some of the items on your back feel silly or embarrassing, that's okay. Nobody else has to know. You can email me about it, because I'm always interested in that sort of thing. And I won't make fun of you, except in the most lighthearted and best-intentioned manner. But, you know, you might find that one of the ten things that feels oppressive in your life right now 
is something a bit, um, you know, it's like, I miss going down to Baskin Robbins to get my favorite scoop of sherbet. That's totally legitimate. I miss, I miss, uh, having my urethra work better, right? Let's say you had a urethra operation. That's totally legitimate. I miss having any idea what was going to be happening 30 days from now. Even though I understand I didn't really know, but I at least had that illusion with the old world before the COVIDs and the things and stuff. Dude, that is so legitimate. Such a genuine piece of confusion. You can totally call that something oppressive. You might also come up with fears and griefs and old grievances. So whatever's hanging on your back and making you feel heavy, just feel it right now. I'm feeling mine. Let's imagine that there is good reason for each of these heavy wands on our back. Let's pretend that there are gods and goddesses who make sense out of the world, fates who control things, and they're running some really fabulous show. They're making a brilliant movie. And we have a little part in that movie. Let's just pretend this, just for a moment. And our part, you know, someone has to carry these ten staves down the road. Someone has to do it. These particular ten on my back, well, I was chosen to carry those. And in a way, it's, it's an honor. Nobody else is carrying those particular ten. It's just me. And they're very heavy. And I think I'm ready to start letting go of some of them. I think in the course of our walk, and in our reading even, I may pick one or two. And I'll make sure that I've done my fated role. I will make sure I've taken these heavy things down the road a piece But when I feel ready, I'm going to put them down. I may even grieve the loss. Because once you've been, when you've been carrying a heavy load, uh, it can feel very disorienting to let go of it. Your back starts to go, where's the load? And you're like, hey back, you can stand up straight now. And your back's like, I don't remember how to do that. The cards today invite us to go into that place where we really feel the heaviness and we acknowledge it and we even honor it. It doesn't mean we have to stay stuck there. Ten of Wands isn't a place you want to stay for a super long time. And I think a lot of us have been coming back there repeatedly in recent months. But I love that the cards are saying to make ourselves more back in the flow of Empress Energy, to get back to our positive Earth selves, to manifest and create, and to feel nurturing and accept nurturance, all these wonderful things, we got to go into this state of oppression and acknowledge it. As with fire, this process can lead to transformation. So as we do this, as we move on and we 
leave each great rod, stave, wand, staff somewhere appropriate along the road. We bid it adieu. Maybe we write about it or put something about it on our altar. That kind of thing. That can be very useful. So where where is all this action going to lead us? What can we expect out of this transformational process? Ta-da! We can expect the Page of Wands! This was an interesting thing to draw in this place because it's also uh, the next card in the Wands cycle. Just like if you're using playing cards and you were doing a straight and you had like 9-10 jack, your jack would be this page. Um, so hey, it's a very natural progression that we're going to enact here. This page of wands is a, a young fellow, looks like, uh, with super cool black tights on. Okay, leggings or whatever they wore back then. And super cool black boots or shoes. A purplish robe for traveling and a nice traveling hat held in the hand, not on the head. We have three rabbits uh, near the feet of our page. Um, And this echoes what we got in our first card. The Empress had rabbits as well, right? In the background, there's another traveler wearing black with a nice scarlet wraparound something cloak. I've totally never, ever noticed that other figure in here before, I don't think. And that's going off into the rocks in the background, going up further in the mountain. Our page has a little campfire behind him. His stave, there's only one stave left now. It's not like hauling ten of these suckers around. It's just one. It works as a walking staff. It's very nice. And it has a scroll on it with presumably Latin words that somebody probably has translated on the internet, and I should look it up. (laughs) Maybe someday. So what are we heading into? We're heading into our Page of Wands energy. This is a very conducive energy. Conductive, conducive, moving. Electricity flows through it. This is the energy where we find ourselves able to hear messages from within and from without, particularly messages of a spiritual and transformational nature. Intuition is going to want to talk to us even louder once we go through this process of honoring our Ten of Wands and letting go some of our burden. That really opens the way for the Page of Wands to come along. So, look for positive opportunities for communication. Communicate out and really open yourself to receiving communications. Page of Wands, great time to get a reading. Did I plant an advertisement right here in my own podcast? I did not. You don't have to get a reading from me, but get some kind of reading. Um, Doing your own readings would be good too, but this energy is particularly good for opening the woo up with somebody else or asking somebody else to be the channel. And if you're a reader, some of you are, good time for you to offer to give some readings. Um, 
So this is good energy. And these little bunnies here suggest it's a, it's a real fertile time. It's a time for good, uh, just letting, letting ideas come to you, allowing a little bit of playfulness and joy and energy to be expended and really opening ourselves up to travel, adventure, uh, new ideas. Don't expect them all to be super duper manifest instantly, but this kind of opens the door. The, the Ten of Wands culminates a, a period of time with our fire energy. The Page of Wands sends us uh, kind of on a different path, kind of takes that culmination and says, all right, we're ready for new information. We are open to initiating new action, new projects, new inspiration. Let's do it. But let's not try to skip that step of actually being with our grief, being with what's heavy, being with what's weighing us down. Because that stuff will, you know, it'll keep weighing us down. But we'll feel differently about it if we can take the time and space and, and really the emotional courage, the bravery, to look it in the eye. Each fear, each grief, each sometimes childish lashing out at the unfairness of it all. These are important. So I hope you enjoyed our little reading here. I am, as always, interested to learn how this intersects with your life, if it does. You can send me email with just a couple sentences about what's going on for you and how this worked out for you. Or you can attach a voice memo of three minutes or less, and uh, I can listen to that and hear your voice right back. Please let me know if I can use your words, whether written or in a voicemail, on a future episode of Burning Tarot, because that might be fun. It's a lot of production work to do all that, but, you know, I think it might be fun for you guys to hear each other's voices now and again. We are a small handful, but I've really enjoyed journeying with our small handful. Thank you so much, and much love, and smoky air hugs to y'all. Have a good walk, and have a good week.